Welcome to the Legal Merry-Go-Round, where you can learn to avoid the downs and savor the ups. Here, 40-year veteran attorney Paul Samico will entertain you and help you understand the law in areas we might all face. Brushes with the police? Oh boy. Family disputes? Oh no. An injury and accident situations? Ouch. And now, here's Paul. Hello there, and thank you so much for coming to see us. Okay, I know, you're not seeing, you're listening. Thank you so much for listening in today. Fender Bender Fridays, it is indeed on the Legal Merry-Go-Round. I am your host, Paul Samico, attorney of almost 40 years, looking to share with you the ups of life and the downs of life and particularly asking you always on that merry-go-round of life and in the law particularly to avoid the downs and savor the ups. So here we are, yes, Fender Bender Friday, and I'm going to talk to you indeed about fender benders. I want to talk about what is considered to be the new drunk driving, and that is distracted driving and particularly texting while driving Texting while driving, folks, there's just only one word for this. That is don't. Well, technically, that's two words, isn't it? Do not. Stop. Don't. Are you crazy? You can kill yourself. You can kill other people. What's the matter with you? It's not that important what's on that phone right now. If it is, goodness gracious, pull over Get your car in a position where you can't get hurt and nobody else can get hurt. Don't just stop in the middle of the road or on the shoulder. Get off the highway. Get off the road. Pull over into a parking space. All right, I'll get off of my soapbox. As you know, this show, I have two parts. The beginning, I'm going to tell you about some cases, and then I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to come back and tell you what happened in those cases. But before I get there, yeah, okay, I just like to keep talking. I'm a lawyer. I want to share with you real serious stuff here. If you think that you're better, if you think that you can pay attention and do the texting in the car, you're wrong. Texting has been shown scientifically to be six times more dangerous than drunk driving. I want to explain why. You don't have to listen to me and just believe me. Texting affects you in three ways adversely. Manually, manual distractions. Drivers move attention away from the road and take one or both hands from the steering wheel while texting. Manual distractions, number one. Number two, visual distraction. Texting takes your eyes off the road. Texting drivers are not looking where they're going. They can drift out of their lane uh, while reading or sending text messages. They're shifting their attention back to the road, uh, supposedly, but that takes a few seconds of switching time for your brain to register the change. Those seconds can be all it takes to cause a collision. So one, manual distraction, two, visual distraction, and number three, cognitive distractions. Your brain is doing something else. It's paying attention to the texting. Glancing up while you're texting isn't enough. Drivers who are looking even straight ahead experience what's called 
inattention blindness while talking or texting on their phone. They're thinking about something else. This is six times more dangerous than drunk driving. So drunk driving, basically it affects your visual function. The higher your blood alcohol content, the more impairment you're going to have. But we're talking about three different things with texting and driving and only one with drunk driving. So folks, again, please back up on my soapbox just for a half a second here. Please don't do this. Whatever it is, it can wait. All right. I want to share a couple of cases with you and then we're going to hit the break. Robertson County, Texas, a jury ordered uh, a graduate student had to pay money. We're going to find out how much in just a moment after the break in a wrongful death suit. They concluded that the driver that caused the death of someone else was texting and driving, driving, which led to a fatal car accident. The verdict at the time was one of the largest in history in a texting while driving case. So according to the phone records, this texty texter and driver sent and received 15 text messages and made seven phone calls during the 45 minutes he was driving before the deadly collision took place. The car accident claimed the life of a 21-year-old college student, Houston, senior at Baylor University. His truck collided with hers head-on, and she was killed instantly. I don't have to share with you in the summary of the transcript that I have of that case, all of the aggravation and the suffering of her family. I don't have to tell you about what an unbelievable one young woman this was and what the promise in her life was. I don't tell you have to tell you how many friends she had. I don't have to keep going about her grades and how smart she was and her athletic and musical skills. I don't have to tell you all of that because the jury came back and considered all of it. And I'm going to tell you how much they awarded to her family as damages for this texting while driving incident. I want to share another case. This is a case, again, where it just simply, it just should have never happened. A 16-year-old girl was driving northbound on a highway in her dad's car. As she slowed to turn left into her driveway when she got off of the highway, she was rear-ended, and this pushed her vehicle into the southbound lanes of travel. She was stopped, left-hand turn signal on, waiting to turn into the family house, the driveway. Rear-ended by somebody texting and driving, pushes her car into the oncoming lanes of traffic. She goes to the hospital immediately with cervical injuries, cervical neck injuries, that resulted in quadriplegia. Her medical expenses totaled $1.2 million. The family and this young lady sued, alleging, of course, inattentive driving and failure to keep a proper lookout. Texting and driving records were shown in the course of the trial. He was actively on his phone texting messages. Are you ready for this? About what time he was going to meet his friends later on at the bar. 
I'm going to hit the break, and then I'm going to come back and tell you the results of these two cases. Yes, strike up the band. Hey, listen, I promise I'm going to get to the break in just a moment, but I had to share this with you. So this guy who is at a school in San Diego, California, sues the school district, the high school where he was a member of the band and the band director for what he says is intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress. So this 16-year-old kid uh, a freshman and a baritone player at the school uh, claims that the uh, coach or the band director, I should say, shook him and yelled at him and yells, I ought to wring your neck for wearing orange socks instead of the regulation white socks to perform at the Tournament of Roses parade. So the kid quits the band following the incident and files a lawsuit for $150,000. Okay, so as unbelievable as that is, he goes to trial with this, and a jury gives him $25,000. Only in America. The school district had no comment on whether the uh, band leader uh, was disciplined. And now to the break. Okay, it's break time here on the merry-go-round. We want to give you value. So, do you need an attorney for an injury case or a criminal matter or something involving family law? Mr. Samico has the answer for you. Go to our podcast website, www.thelegalmerrygoround.com. Again, that's thelegalmerrygoround.com and click on the referrals tab. Then, either fill out the form or call the telephone number where you can leave a detailed message that Mr. Samico will pick up, and you'll get a response with a referral to an excellent attorney in your area within eight business hours. And the referral is free, no charge to you for this referral. So again, if you're looking for a lawyer that meets the highest standards, Paul is going to hook you up. And every attorney he refers to meets the highest standards, and Paul has checked them out for you. If you like what you're hearing from him during these shows, you know he's going to take care of you. So go to thelegalmerrygoround.com. And now, back to the show. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming back. Okay, yeah, that the the guy in the back, he's almost in his in his seat again. Okay, I'll wait for him to sit down. Okay, good. All right, so now we're ready. Uh, this is the texting and driving episode. Don't text and drive. I want to share the results of the two cases I talked about in the first half. But before I get to that, I just want to share some things that you might be interested in knowing. Maybe you've heard this before, maybe not. But if not, heck, you know, I get to say it because it's my podcast. Distracted driving, texting and driving. Did you know that women are more likely to text and drive than men? 
That's true. So ladies, you know, I guess you talk more. I don't know. Also, drivers between the ages of 16 and 24 are more likely to be distracted while driving. So mom and dad, you've got teenagers, take that phone out of their hands and only allow them to use it, uh, you know, in absolute emergencies. And there are devices that you can put in the cars, by the way, that will stop the texting process. You should look into those, everybody. Uh, Just one more uh, little stat here for you. Sending even the most simple of text takes about five seconds. So if you're going on a highway somewhere and you're going 55 miles an hour, uh, you could go the entire length of a football field in that time frame. That's kind of scary, isn't it? You're not paying attention for five seconds at 55 miles an hour, and you went from goals, from the goalpost to the goalpost. You think you could do some damage if there was somebody uh, in the way on that football field? All righty, so we're back to the Robertson County, Texas case of wrongful death, where the Uh, driver that caused the death had sent and received 15 text messages and made seven phone calls during the 45 minutes that he was driving before the deadly collision. Are you ready for this? He says he doesn't remember anything from the accident, and it's really difficult to prove uh, whether uh, the texting really caused it. Um, He said that his phone records only prove that There were text messages and phone calls occurring while he was driving. Oh, you know, I I don't know. I guess there's just something in our culture these days where just so many more people just don't want to take responsibility. For goodness sakes, you killed somebody, you moron. At least own it. Say you're sorry. Well, a jury said they were sorry. They awarded $22 million in damages good. The other case with this young lady with a neck injury causing her quadriplegia, her medical bills totaled $1.2 million. You recall she was stopped with her blinker on waiting to make a left turn into the driveway of her house. And this guy rear ends her uh, getting a text because he's going out to a bar later with his friends. Isn't that just, isn't that just a, (laughs) Uh, There's no words for what that is. The jury awarded $38.5 million for the young lady and another $17,300 to her father, who had just started paying off medical bills for her. Another one, my response is, good. There is no money to properly compensate for the tragedy and human carnage that occurs because of this absolutely careless, reckless and intentional conduct. Don't ever, ever suggest that it's not intentional. It is intentional. You make a choice if you pick up that phone to look at or to send a text message that you have received while you were driving. There is just absolutely nothing that you can say that in any way, shape, or form will ever convince anybody who has half a brain that it's not intentional. You deserve to be punished. You deserve to go to jail. You deserve to have your driver's license taken away from you. All right. Do I feel strongly about it? Well, I do. And I'm also disgusted. I looked most recently, and there are three states in the United States, three states that do not have a texting ban. 47 do, but three do not. 
and only six, oh, okay, you want to know the three states? Sure, why not? Arizona, Missouri, and Montana. Get your act together, legislators in those states, governors. Put the bill through. It doesn't hurt anybody. I mean, who are you trying to protect? The phone companies that are getting messages where people aren't on you know, the, uh, the plan that uh, they can do all they want and not increase the charges? Uh, goodness gracious. Make the law, Arizona, Missouri, and Montana. And here, this is even better. 16 states, only 16 states have a ban on phone usage while driving and hands-free devices for all, all drivers. All right, look, you know what? I, you know, I'm not a statistics person. These are enough things you're never going to remember, but I got to share this with you. 14%, 14%, that's a big number of fatal crashes involve cell phones. Using a phone while driving causes 1.6 million crashes every year. Okay, these numbers next should, should impress you. The estimated societal damage resulting from texting and driving is 129 billion, not million, billion dollars annually, including, among other costs, property damage and the expenses that are associated. Have I said enough about this? I certainly hope so. You've got a phone call to make? Pull over, Fred. Anyway, listen, uh, today, again, has been Fender Bender Fridays on the latest edition of the Legal Merry-Go-Round, where you can avoid the downs and savor the ups as you listen to me. And one of those downs is texting while you're driving. Don't do that. I want you to be safe. I really do. I want you to visit my website as well, thelegalmerrygoround.com. Why, you ask? Good question. Okay, that guy who came in late, you're, you didn't miss this. You can go to the website, thelegalmerrygoround.com, and you can get free reports. You can download them instantly for free and more. And you can get referrals from me. If you have any kind of legal matter, I'm more than happy to try and help you with a referral to an attorney from anywhere in the country. Go to my website. There's a form there. You fill it out. You click send. I get it. And presto change Very soon, you're going to have an attorney who's going to be willing to help you, and you can trust that attorney because I have vetted them. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Monday on the edition of Marital Mondays of the Legal Merry-Go-Round. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Legal Merry-Go-Round. We hope you enjoyed our show. Tune in next time to get a better understanding of real-life legal situations.